One strike pitch. On the ground, right side, fielded by ball, throw to first on a bounce, dug out by Romero, and they've done it. Central Arizona claims their second championship in the last three. Welcome to episode 181 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a spring it's been for several Alberta-born and trained college baseball players. From Matt Kootenay raking in all kinds of awards and recognition, to All-American performances from players like Tucker Zadunik, to, as we record this episode, long playoff runs from teams like Oregon State with Gavin Logan and Micah McDowell, there's a lot to be proud of. Another major highlight is seeing two familiar faces bring home the Junior College World Series with Central Arizona College. Dogs Academy products Tyrese Johnson and Matt Wilkinson were major pieces of that puzzle. Johnson, who we first met back on episode 89, hit 340 this spring with a pair of homers, 23 runs batted in, and nine stolen bases. We caught up with the Calgary native as he was heading to a workout in Okotoks as he gears up to play some summer ball in BC. Tyrese, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. First off, you've had a couple of days to soak it all in. How does it feel to be a JUCO World Series champion? You know, it's, um, it's an unreal feeling. Uh, me and my entire team have worked like the entire year for this and to finally achieve our goals in the way that we did, uh, it's, it's just unreal. Take us inside that dugout as the tournament is progressing. Did you know you had a good chance to run the table as soon as you stepped foot in Grand Junction? Yeah, we uh, we come in with kind of the top dog mindset. So we, we thought and we truly believe that there's no team better than us and that if we play our game instead of what we do, that we're, we're a tough team to beat. And we kind of proved that throughout the tournament. Did you have any nervous moments throughout? Um, personally, yeah. Um, I came off the bench the first game, actually, um, before I started starting every game. Um, and it was, a, it was a tight spot. It was We were down by one to Crowder. Uh, and a runner on second, two out, and I, I came in to pitch it. Um, and then I came in, uh, got a base knock, and scored uh, scored the tying run in the top of the ninth. And that was kind of where my nerves kind of alleviated, where after that it's just baseball. Mm-hmm. That final game was a nail-biter by the looks of things. A few runs early, then a bunch of zeros. What was it like sitting in that dugout, inning after inning, watching things transpire the way they did? Um, yeah, it was uh, definitely a nail-biter for sure. We, uh, we were trying to get something going offensively for, I don't know, five, six innings. Uh, nothing nothing was going through. You know, me personally, I got robbed of two hits uh, from the shortstop making two phenomenal plays. Um, but, you know, we just, we just kept trusting our, our pitching staff and kept trusting that we were going to find a way. That final out, if memory serves me right, it's a grounder to second base. What do you remember about that moment, that pitch, and the anticipation leading up to it? Um, honestly, I thought that ball, because I was in right field at the time, I thought that ball was getting through through to me um, and that they'd have a chance to go within one. Um, but our second baseman made a great play, and then our first baseman made a great scoop to, to dig it out of the dirt. And... It's just almost like a sense of relief, you know, all that, uh, all that nervous energy. Um, it finally got let out and I was just able to run and celebrate with my team. 
did you look for somebody in particular to maybe grab a hold of and hug first or walk us through that celebration moment? Um, yeah, so I sprinted in through my hat, through my glove, um, joined the dog pile, and then we had uh, this one teammate who uh, just hurt his back earlier in the game, wasn't able to run out there with us. He was kind of just uh, waddling over uh, Logan Valencia, and I just I ran over to him because he's a, he's a pretty special guy to me, and uh, I just gave him a huge hug. That last month or month and a half or so, the team was electric. Very few losses. I think there was like three or four total. What was so special about that group and how you managed to put it all together after a four-game losing streak back in April? Yeah, um, you know, our guys were tough. We, uh, we kind of had no quit uh, at any point in the season. Uh, we hit that rough patch where we lost four straight, but then we came back and won a huge series that next weekend. And... No matter what, you know, we uh, we won nine or ten total elimination games throughout all the playoffs uh, to win the whole thing. And, you know, we, we kind of have this saying, it's um, I got us against everyone. And that's kind of kind of the mentality that we all bought into. So we, we all just thought we were going to go out there and do it. On a personal level, how would you gauge your own performance over the course of the year? Um, I feel like I had a pretty solid year. I came in more of as a reserve player throughout most of the season. Um, and then in our districts in Salt Lake, I got an opportunity to come in where uh, one of our other outfielders was struggling. Um, and I capitalized on it, and uh, I was playing ever since then. Junction wasn't my best tournament, um, but I feel like I contributed in ways to help the team win, and that's that's really all that matters. Like. I don't care about the personal accolades. I was just trying to trying to win. Yeah, and I mean, you did contribute in a big way. Your second home run of the season came in the semis against Walter State, which actually set the record for most home runs in a JUCO World Series tournament. What's it like to know that you're a part of history in that way? Um, it's, it's pretty cool, honestly. Um, I was just, just trying to help the team out, like I said earlier. Um, yeah, but pretty cool, pretty special. One of the other guys that you've been able to kind of grow up with, Matt Wilkinson, talk about his contribution to the team and what it meant to be able to play in this tournament alongside him. Um, yeah, it's, it's been unreal. He's uh, He's been an absolute dog all year on the mound. Uh, you know, he was an absolute dog in high school, goes out there every day, does his thing. And there's, uh, there's very few people that I, I just completely trust on the mound in any situation, and, and he's just one of them. Uh, he always rises to the moment, and he always produces for you. Mm. What do you take away most from this experience? Um, honestly, probably being there with my family, them being able to watch. Um, the past couple of years of my career haven't been necessarily where I wanted them to, and to come out and win this thing at such a such a high level and against such such great competition is. It's pretty special, especially in front of my family. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about some of those struggles over the last couple of years and what allowed you to maybe rise above and get to the point you are now. Um, I had surgery on my hand leading into what would have been technically my freshman fall of college. Um, so then I reclassed, uh, ended up decommitting from the school I was originally committed to, um, got my offer from Central, uh, committed to Central, and then that summer leading up to Central, I didn't, I didn't play a whole bunch. So um, my confidence wasn't necessarily that high uh, going into my freshman fall, but I kind of kind of toughed it out. 
uh, kept doing me, trying to stay myself, no matter the situation, no matter where I was. Just my family, honestly, and myself believing in myself, uh, just kind of betting, putting all the chips on me. Um, you know, I got I got the best support system in the world. My my mom, my dad, my sister, they're, they're all the best. They're always rooting for me. There's never a doubt in their minds. And so that leaves very little doubt in my mind. Just lets me go do my thing. What did you learn about yourself through this entire experience? Um, just that I have the ability, and I feel like I can change baseball games. I I feel like I have an like an impact on the game in kind of every aspect, whether it's defensively, offensively, on the base pass. Um, there's a change about the game. Hmm. Where do you go from here? Um. Well, I'm going back to Central this year. Uh, trying to lead into another national championship. I mean, that's that's the goal from day one, and we get a new system trying to do the exact same thing. Final question for you here, Tyrese. What does it mean to you to have been a part of a championship team like this and have your name attached to what was a phenomenal season at Central Arizona? It means the world to me. Um, to be a part of it, to, to contribute the way I did, um, it's, it's just a special feeling, and um, it gives you the confidence and to like trust yourself and trust that you know you can you can play this game at a high level against you know the, some of the best players in the country. Um, it's it's truly special. Absolutely. Well, Tyrese, congratulations on again the JUCO World Series championship on a great season. Personally, all the best this summer and beyond. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining us again here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Meanwhile, it wasn't that long ago that we got to chat with Matt Wilkinson. The Ladner BC product has padded his final stats line since being a guest on episode 174 of the podcast. Tugboat finished with a 5-2 record with two saves and a 1.87 ERA in 19 appearances, including three starts. He also struck out 85 batters in just 53 innings of work. Wilkinson is also back here at home, ready to suit up for the WCBL's Okotoks Dogs one more time. Matt, thanks so much again for joining us here on the podcast. All right. How's it going? It is going swimmingly. I got to say, I'm chatting with the JUCO World Series champion. That's pretty cool all in of itself. Has it sunk in yet for you? How does it feel to have finally achieved your goal? Feels really cool. Um, the way we did it, too. Lose game one and then win five straight. Uh, it was something... After game one, we all said we were going to do something special, and we for sure did. Talk about that resiliency piece, because as you mentioned, you lose that first game. Was there a, maybe that lingering bit of doubt in the backs of your minds, or how did you manage to, to overcome that? I think that's why we did so well, is because there was really no doubt, if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, we play loose, and as soon as the moment, the moment we go play tight, when we lose a game and we stayed loose the rest of the tournament and the results showed. Take us inside that dugout as that tournament is progressing. Did you know that you had a good chance at running the table and, and winning it all? Yeah. After we beat San Jack 16 to four bouncing back from a win, a loss. Uh, I don't know. I just had a good feeling and felt like we were going to do something cool. That final game was a nail-biter, to say the least. A few runs early, and then a bunch of zeros, and I assume in the dugout, you're sitting there on pins and needles a little bit. What's it like sitting in that dugout? It was crazy. I felt like I was pitching. 
Uh, and I wasn't even pitching. Um, there was about 11,000 people there, and I'd say about 8,000 of them were cheering for Cowley, not us. And uh, it was cool. It was a great experience, and I, I'm trying to go back next year for sure. Mm-hmm. That final out, a grounder to second, looks like it's going to get through uh, an amazing play. What do you remember about that moment and the anticipation leading up to it? Um, oh, I remember everyone in the dugouts just saying, Ryan, don't make an air. Our second base, don't make an air. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, but as soon as the ball was caught, I don't know, our whole team just ran out of the dugout. And I kind of don't really remember. It was one of those blackout situations. I can only imagine. Do you remember at all being able to maybe look around for a second and soak that moment in? Do you remember being able to, once the craziness sort of subsides a little bit, did you finally look around and go, we did it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like, kind of looked around the stadium, saw all 11,000 people standing up, clapping, and just hugged my first teammate I saw. Uh, it was something we've worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. and uh, ever since we got there in the fall, it's been our goal, and we achieved it, so it was pretty cool. When you and I last chatted, you said that there was a bit of a turning point where you had lost four in a row, and frankly, since then, you were very almost unbeatable to a certain extent. What was it about that group that was so special and managed to really forge ahead and get those wins at, at very key times? Um, I would say no selfish play. Like, if you weren't playing, if you're on the bench, you're still there cheering your team on, having, like, just being a good teammate, um, uh, playing hard. And, I mean, even though we lost six straight, um, there was still really no doubt in the squad. Um, we had a couple meetings and stuff like that, and, I don't know, the season turned around and we for sure did well Mm. on a personal level how would you gauge your own performance over the course of the year uh for freshman year i feel like i did pretty well uh there's some spots i could definitely work on but overall i'd say i did pretty well Mm. obviously the stats show and and for you you ended up getting tagged with the loss in that close game against crowder then came back put up a six hit seven k performance and a start a couple of days later what did it mean to you to get that retribution so to speak and to help the team get that key win I just go out and do what I can do. And if I go out and do what I can do, I can help the team win. And I did. And we ended up walking it off with a home run. So it was really cool. Mm -hmm. What do you take away from this entire experience on a personal level and and as an athletic level, at an an athletic level? It was one of those really cool experiences. It was um, playing in front of that many people getting to meet a lot of people, signing autographs, um, the whole banquet, pictures leading up to the tournament, bunch of family picnics with my team and stuff like that. Um, it's just one of those really cool experiences and uh, it's something I will remember forever. From an athletic and baseball perspective, did you learn anything about yourself as you went through the season? Uh, yeah, Uh the one thing I would say is uh, you always got to bounce back from a bad outing. Um, against Crowder, I ended up giving a walk-up home run, which hurt. But after that, I when I got the ball again, I was saying that you can't really think about that. You just got to 
go out and do your thing. And Talk a little bit about the contributions of your fellow Dogs Academy alum, Tyrese Johnson, and what it meant to you as well to achieve this with a guy that you've known for a while now. It was cool, for sure. I'm happy for him. He played well uh, as soon as playoffs came around. He didn't get to play a lot during the season, and then he was a starter throughout playoffs. So he really showed that he uh, improved a lot. And he hit a home run against Walter State to take the lead. Uh, yeah, it was one of the coolest, coolest things for him. Very cool. Final question for you here, Matt. What does it mean to you to have been a part of a championship team like this and have your name attached to what was a phenomenal season at Central Arizona? It means everything. Uh, it's just all the hard work we put in in the fall and the bonds and friends I've made over this past year. It really sucked to leave and say goodbye to all of them, but I mean, we achieved our goal and yeah, we. Just, it's still hard to put into words. Yeah, I'm just a national champion. It's such a cool experience, and we're super happy for you, Matt. Congratulations again on the JUCO World Series Championship on a great season overall, personally and as a team. All the best this summer and beyond, and thanks again for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Congrats and thanks again to Tyrese Johnson and Matt Wilkinson for sharing their JUCO World Series championship stories with us. Interestingly enough, the last time Central Arizona was on top of the junior college world was 2019 with a roster that featured another Dogs Academy grad, Clayton Keyes. Now, Keyes recently helped Southeastern University win the NAIA championship. We've been in communication with Clayton recently and hope to bring you a chat with him in the weeks ahead. Big thanks, as always, to our Platinum supporters for all they do. The Okotoks Dogs are off to a fantastic start this season as they hope to wrangle up another WCBL championship. Check them out at dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy is always showing what they're up to on social as they prep the next generation of driven athletes. Learn more about them at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thank you for all your support on social, online, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.